Our leader will now share for 20 to 25 minutes describing what it was like, what happened, and what it is like now. Our leader for tonight is Julie. Thanks. Stand up okay? Okay, great. Um, <clears throat> well, I'm Julie. I am a compulsive overeater. Hi, Julie. And I want to welcome our newcomer. Glad you're here. Hope you hear something tonight that you can use. And if you don't identify with me or anybody else, um, please go to other meetings. We recommend you go to six meetings before you make a judgment because sometimes first impressions can be off-putting or odd. And we just want you to know you're welcome. Um, nobody likes to be singled out, so I'll try not to, to do that. But I just, you know, um, we have a saying in this program that the newcomer is the most important person in the room, and that's because uh, that's why we meet here is to help each other and to help anyone who's having a problem or a difficulty with food or weight. Um, so um, I've been overweight most of my life. Um, I was a fat baby. I was like 9 pounds, 11 ounces in 1956, and that was chunky back then. And uh, it didn't get better. Um, I just, my mother just used to, she just liked to eat. <laughs> no kidding. Um, and uh, my first diet was at the age of five. And I continued to off and on be on diets. Um, my whole family had a weight problem, um, every, including the dog. Even the dog got diabetes. I mean, it was bad. We all had ice cream after dinner. We all, you know, our, our garbage disposal was in pristine condition. Pristine <laughs> condition. Nothing went down that sucker. The only thing that went bad in my house was iceberg lettuce, literally. Literally, okay? And we didn't have that much of that either. Um, I... Uh, you know, I grew up at a time, too, when um, fast food was just hitting the market. McDonald's was a big deal. You know, going to McDonald's, wow, you know. And my parents both worked, so, I mean, we would get fast food most of the week. Now, all that stuff, poor eating habits, eating lots of sugar, that's all stuff that isn't, you know, too terrific, but it's really not what makes me a compulsive overeater. Um, that, sorry, the bug. Uh, the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous says that um, if when you honestly want to, you can't quit entirely overeating, undereating, whatever you do with food, or if when you begin to start, you can't, there's a little control over the amount you can take, then you're probably a compulsive eater, in which case you're suffering from an illness which only a spiritual experience will conquer. And when I came in here, I was somewhat offended by the 12 steps. I mean, I don't know anybody amends. They owe me an amends. And I was very nervous about, you know, all kinds of stuff that got said because it had the word God in it. But the truth is, is what this program stresses um, in the big book a million times is we don't demand anybody believes in anything. We're held in the church because they give us cheap rent. Uh, bottom line is, is, we have found a power greater than ourselves, which we get to pick what that is or not. Atheists do just great in this program, and so do agnostics, and so does everybody else. It really doesn't matter what you choose to use. And in fact, you don't have to use anything. We just recommend keep coming back. Keep coming back till you find something that helps you, okay? And if you go away and decide to come back later, that's great too. You know, um, I did that. I came in. Um, I'd just been back from Africa. I had gotten dysentery, which I didn't know would be an excellent weight loss uh, mechanism. <laughs> but uh, I knew I was going to gain all my weight back because I always did. 
my weight chart looked like you want your stock portfolio to look like. It was always up, down, up, down, <laughs> up further. Um, every time I lost weight, I gained it back with change, with more. And um, I've been doing this all my life. I had put myself on diets. I had read about diets. I had gone to weight loss programs. I flunked out of one of them about five times. Uh, lonely lost all my weight once and then put it on like within, oh, I kept it off for a full 24 hours before I started eating compulsively again because all I did, and I didn't know this till I came to OA, was change the outsides. And I found out this is an inside job. I have mm. to change the insides. That it's not just my body, but it's also my mind and my emotions that are troubled, and I need help. And I didn't want to need help, and I didn't want to need you. And so the first time I came in, I got a plan of eating. I got a sponsor and I, and I started to lose weight. And then, you know, I didn't, I, the book says, you know, unless I have some kind of effective defense, um, I'm gonna, and the steps are for that. They're designed specifically for that, to provide an offense so I don't have to return to compulsive overeating. I'm gonna take that first compulsive bite. And once I take the first one, all bets are off. I'm off to the races one more time. And so that's exactly what happened. I, came in at a very low weight and I put on like 50, 60 pounds in a very short period of time and then came back again. And the reason why I'm at a 100 pounder meeting is because the second time I came to OA, I began working the steps and then I stopped because I thought that all it took was going to meetings, getting a plan of eating, calling a sponsor with your food and I got up to the fourth step, and it's in English. The whole thing's in English, and it is my first language, but I sure didn't get it. I did not get it, and so didn't do a fourth step, and I was miserable not eating. You know, if all you do is take away the food, then I'm left with this, you know, this disease that's making me miserable, okay? It just was miserable. All I could think about was what am I going to eat next, you know? And I was 98 pounds in this program, and I couldn't go up a fly of stairs without being exhausted. And I was wearing thermal underwear in Southern California in the summertime just to keep from being cold. Um, I would have kept losing weight, except I went to an OA retreat. <laughs> and um, I, didn't, I didn't have a power greater than myself uh, because I knew God hated me and I hated God. We were even. And... Um, I hadn't worked all the steps, and so I began compulsively overeating. And eventually what happened is I put on 16 pounds in six days, and I went from 98 to 200 in less than three months. So um, I know what it's like to do that. And for the next two and a half years, I couldn't get abstinent. I was going to meetings, um, trying to work with sponsors, and I just couldn't stay stopped. Uh, one of my last most memorable binges was, and I, I won't bore you with a lot of them, but um, the one I remember that particularly was interesting was I had to eat all this food before I picked up my husband from work, right? So I'm, I've got a bagel and I'm driving. So I got a bagel and I got cream cheese and I've got to get this down before I pick him up. So I'm driving and I'm putting cream cheese on the bagel with a really sharp knife. And now I'm driving but I'm putting cream cheese on a bagel and I'm driving a stick shift. 
and I'm driving in the rain, and I'm on the freeway, and I'm kind of hydroplaning, but you understand I got to eat this bagel before I pick up my husband, okay? You know, it's that kind of crazy shit that, I'm sorry, that, you know, you, um, you may or may not identify with. But I would get really, I would, I would make whole batches of things and then not bake them, just eat the dough, okay? And then get really sick and then decide, okay, that's it. You know, I'm sick, I'm disgusted, I'm not doing this again. So I'm throwing it in a paper bag and rolling it up and throwing it in the trash. And that night I'm out with a flashlight in the trash can looking for what I threw away and digging it out and eating it. It was in a paper bag, for God's sake. So, um, you know, I never, like a friend of mine says, if it fell on the floor, the floor is just a larger serving surface. Okay. So, but again, what makes me a compulsive overeater is the twofold part of this disease. The allergy for me is I have certain foods that once I eat one, I can't stop. And usually a lot of them have to do with fat, salt, or sugar. Okay. But once I eat one, I can't stop. You know, the old expression, one is too many and a thousand isn't enough, applies to me. I remember sitting down with a thing of cookies, man, you know, the four-row pack. I remember the first six, and the next thing I knew, I mean, it was like I blinked. I'm down to the last three on the fourth row, and I could not tell you what happened in between. But there I was, and there they were. So, you know, once I start, I can't stop, and I can't keep from starting because I have the obsession, okay? And the obsession says that this is gonna make things feel better. You're gonna feel better, okay? I would eat because I was under stress. I would eat because I was happy. I would eat because I was sad. I would eat to celebrate. I would eat to remember good times. Um, I would just eat, okay? And if you had something good, I would wanna eat that too, you know? Um, so, the obsession of the mind, allergy of the body, meaning once I take one in, I want a thousand of them. And once I take the first one in, I can't stop. Thanks. So what happened was, after trying a lot of different things, I went to OA and then I came back to OA mostly because I couldn't think of anything else to try. Okay, I tried everything at that time that was on the market and nothing worked. And I sat in here and somebody said, this is the last house on the block. And I thought, it certainly is. And I sure the hell hope this works. But I don't have a lot of faith. But, you know, I, I would hear people say stuff that I'd never heard before. Like, you know, I've lost 80, 90, 100 pounds and kept it off for five years. I didn't know anybody that had kept it off for five years. I used to weigh over right around 200 pounds. I now weigh a little under 120. And I've been doing that for over 30 years. So it's like, okay, uh, something's working. It hasn't been perfect, I haven't been perfect, but I haven't had to binge, and I haven't had to eat sugar in the form of those kinds of sweets and things like that in over 30 years, okay? I mean, just recently we were in the car and I was saying, I made this cookie dough because I was gonna bake for people at work to say, you know, for party dessert, and I didn't get a chance to do it because we're selling our house and we're living in a trailer and the cookie sheet wouldn't fit in the oven. And so I just finally surrendered and said, I'm gonna have to throw this away. Who does that? Okay. Nobody I know does that, okay, <laughs> including me. Cause it's like, and so I took it out, 
I didn't wrap it carefully in a paper bag. I did say, <laughs> higher power, help me do this. Because basically, cookie dough is like crack to me. Okay, it's just like if I could inject it or snort it, I would. So I threw it away and I just said, thank you. That was a miracle. Okay? So um, I, what, I, what my sponsor told me to do was, and I think this whole program can be boiled down into follow direction. Follow the direction you're given. Follow the direction the literature gives us. That's what's helped me the most, was following directions. And my sponsor said, you will call in your food. I weigh and measure. She didn't tell me you have to. She just said, I weigh and measure. Uh, call in your food. Go to three meetings a week. Be of service at at least one of those meetings. And after 30 days, if someone asks you to sponsor them, say yes. And I thought, okay, you know. And I'm passive aggressive. I did those things to prove her wrong, <laughs> to prove that they don't work. And by God, they all worked. They all work. See, food, the thing about it is, is it works fast, right? I'm miserable for a long period of time, but I got those first five minutes of relief, okay? What this pro program does is it's the first, you know, when I'm not eating, there's discomfort there, but then if I can get through it with the help of other people in the program, then there's the long-term feel-good of, thank you, I didn't have to do this to myself one more time. So that's what the program has helped me with, and it's helped me find a power greater than myself, which at first was the program, you people. You people were able to do what I couldn't do, which is stop eating compulsively, okay? And so I, I took a lot of phone numbers, and that's what saved my butt, was making phone calls. I, and I, now you're really gonna know how old I am. I would go to the phone booth, <laughs> put in money, call people, and even when they didn't have anything that sounded that particularly like, oh, thank God I called you. I was more like, oh, man. Um, but I would hang <laughs> up and feel better because I, I picked up the phone instead of the food. And so that was really good. So um, in this whole period of time, uh, it's been rocky. But what's helped me a lot has been going to uh, not just meetings, but days in a way, conferences, conventions, retreats, everything. And I didn't do that stuff because I thought, gee, that sounds like a fun idea. I did it because my sponsor suggested I do it. Okay, And I try and drag people whenever I can. There's a Region 2 convention coming up in Sacramento. If you've never been to a convention, go. Go once. And if you hate it, you never have to go again. But I'll tell you what, it's pretty amazing. And you get to realize OA is a lot bigger than this church basement. And you get to hear people from all over. So um, there's been ups and downs, you know, and I, my weight loss has been gradual, you know, and then when I quit smoking, it went up, and then it's come back down over time. You know, um, if I could be happy overweight, I would be. Seriously, okay, you know? My head won't shut up when I do that. It won't leave me alone, okay? And, um, so what I've done is work the steps with a sponsor, and then, because the book, big book says that nothing will so sure, uh, will so sure that you don't return to compulsive overeating like contensive work with other compulsive overeaters. This works when everything else fails, and that is true. And that is true. I can feel like hell, 
And then somebody calls and it's like, I don't want to talk to you. But I pick it, hi, <laughs> hello, you know, how are you, you know? And then by the time I get through talking to them, I feel great. So it's like I had to find out for a long, long time that when I call somebody, I'm helping them. Now they may help me, but I'm helping them. And when you call me, you're helping me. And when I call you, I may be helping you. Because that's how this thing works. I would love to do this alone in my room without anybody else. I'm an introvert. I'd rather not talk to you. But because if I don't talk to you and I do try and do this by myself, it's me and the disease alone in my room. But when it's you and me, then it's a fair go. Okay. Um, as a result of working these steps, the way my life looks is, is I've been able to get married and stay married and not cheated. Now, I thought men were like food. More is better. <laughs> and that has not been the case. Um, I was able to go back to school. When I went to school the first time, I got through school going to Safeway a lot. And then I went back to school and got a degree without Safeway. And uh, that's helped me be a teacher. And I've taught art to adults with disabilities now for the last 20 years. And I just retired yesterday. Yes. Now, this is a miracle because, believe me, I was not a stellar employee when I was eating. And um, I had like four periods a month. I had dead relatives right and left. I had flat tires. Because, <laughs> you know, I'd rather stay home and eat than go to work. Period. So um, I've actually showed up for work and actually trusted me with the keys. I'm also a thief, so this is a real miracle. And I haven't had to steal thousands of dollars from this employer. You know, great. Um, and I paid that back. But um, the main thing is that when I look in the mirror, I don't hate me. Not because of, because of the weight and, or because of the weight in addition to the fact that because of the steps, I'm pretty clean inside. I'm not carrying a lot of regrets. I'm not carrying a lot I wish I coulda or woulda or shoulda or I wish I'd have said or oh I'm so sorry I said. Thanks to the program I can clean up my messes as they come up. I don't have to let them pile up real big. And the defects of character I have, which are all still with me, just aren't, they are more bit players than stars in my play, you know. And uh, I've, I've gotten to know a power greater than myself that I still don't understand and I can get pissed off at and all that other stuff. But the thing that saves me often, often, often is when I call you, when I call a sponsor and I say, this is what's going on. And I am loved and accepted as I am, not as I think I should be, not as I want you to believe I am, but as I am, you know. And I haven't had to pick up food through a variety of things that normally I would eat my head off. Currently, we're moving. I'm moving to Southern California again. Um, and trying to do that has been an exhausting and crazy-making experience. And I didn't have to eat the cookie dough. And uh, I'm retiring from a job. That's scary. And I haven't had to eat the cookie dough. And a day at a time. That's the other thing I like about this program. If you'd have told me, 
you don't get to eat this and such and that, I'd say, yeah, watch me. But you just said, well, try not eating it right now or today. And it's like, oh, okay. You know, I'm going to binge like hell tomorrow. But for right now, I'll just not eat it. And, um, and you don't have to be nice. You know, that's the thing. They said, you just get to do this program. You don't have to like it. You don't have to act like a good girl scout. Everything's fine. It's like, no, it ain't fine. When I stopped eating compulsively, every cell in my body hurt. I mean, I wanted to eat more than I wanted to breathe. And it was just like, just don't do it right now. By saying what? I'd like to sum up with something brilliant. Of course, I wouldn't come up with that. Something I've heard in a meeting that I can take credit for. But the truth is, is... Um, I'm grateful for my life in Overeaters Anonymous. It's given me a life I never knew I wanted. And the fact that when I left my job, people were saying they were going to miss me. People never used to say they would miss me, okay? And I don't owe anybody money, and I don't have to hide from anybody today. And most importantly, I don't hate who I am, and I accept who I am. I'm a person with an illness who needs to take care of themselves. And wherever I move to, I need to go to meetings. Not I need to go to meetings, I will be going to meetings. Because without that, I don't get a life. Without this program, my life revolves around a plate. Well, who bothered with a plate? My <laughs> life revolved around food, and, that was, and it got smaller and smaller and smaller as I got bigger and bigger and bigger. And today, my life keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and I'm grateful, and I owe it all to you people. So thank you. Mm -hmm.